I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to another Notes from Therapy episode where I share with you takeaways from my personal therapy or other things that are pouring into my life at the moment or, in this case, from the past. Now, these are meant to be short and sweet little check-ins on growth and different ways to think and mindsets, and I hope that it is supportive for you. Now, today I want to talk about a lesson that I learned probably 15 years ago, and that is that nothing is personal. And I was reminded of this lesson because I was watching a vlog this morning when I was having breakfast, and it was a woman who recently moved somewhere new and she's renovating a home and she went to Home Depot and she was talking about her experience there, about how she was asking questions and the cashier, the person who was helping her, was refusing to answer those questions. She would ask where something was and he said he didn't know. She asked if he thought she should use a certain kind of paint supply or a different kind of paint supply and he gave an opinion, but then when she kind of questioned him on it, he kind of backed out of that opinion. And her interpretation of that was he was trying to intimidate me. He wanted to show me that I didn't belong here. Now, rewind to last week, I was with some friends of mine, one of which used to work at Lowe's. So when we were in college, he got a job at Lowe's and he was telling us about that experience. One of the things he said was that there was basically no training at all. He was thrown on the floor. People were interacting with him as though he were an expert at home renovations, but he was like a gay kid in college who had like never done anything like that at that point and was like, listen, I don't know. (laughs) No one taught me any of this stuff. I'm just trying to figure it out. And so with that information, you know, I'm interpreting this experience that she has as I imagine that kid or whoever she was speaking to had very little training and actually didn't have the answers to her questions. And more so, you know, she was experiencing it as I don't belong here, but he was probably experiencing her as having more information than he had based off of, you know, the story my friend was telling me. All of that to say, we are all interpreting people through our own past experiences, our own insecurities, our own fears. And there, you know, every interaction we have with somebody is our fears, our experiences, our pasts engaging with one another, right? So the lesson that I, when I learned this lesson years ago, it was so important to my relationship to my body. As I was doing my healing around body image, this was major for me because I had the realization that the way others relate to my body has nothing to do with me. And it has everything to do with their experiences to their own bodies, their relationship to fatness, their fear of fatness, their indoctrination around what fatness means, and actually has nothing to do with me personally. And similarly, my judgments of others are seen through my lens of experiences, insecurities, and fears. And the stories that I attribute to how I interact with people tell me much more about my experience with myself than it does my experience with them. And 
you know, when I think back to the, you know, watching this person, I'm not in either of their heads. So I don't know what's going on, but it's possible, right? That she felt nervous to go in there and ask questions. He felt inadequate to answer those questions. And those two things are interacting and they're both probably having an experience where they feel like the other one doesn't think that they are enough when really what they're doing is they're experiencing their own fear of not being enough and putting that into the eyes of the other person. And I think the Enneagram is an incredible tool for this work, right? Because what we limit in ourselves, we limit in others. So what I feel is important, I might push that onto you. I might hold you to the values that I hold myself to. I might hold you to the insecurities that I hold myself to. I might see you're engaging with me through the lens of what I'm already afraid you're thinking. And so when we have an awareness of this, we can start to have these interactions and focus less on how someone else is feeling about us, even if they think they're feeling about. So, you know, in two, in these two situations, right, with body image, people might have actual real thoughts about me and my body. They're still none of my business because it's really about their relationship to them. And in this situation when in the Home Depot, I imagine that they're not even having the same conversation really. And in that case, they maybe that other person isn't even thinking about them. They're thinking about themselves and their own fears and their own insecurities. And in both of those situations, what we have is a lesson on who we are, how we feel, what we think, what we're afraid of. And so if we can focus on our interactions with others and go, what information am I receiving about myself through this experience? And how can I nourish and love and support myself through that? That is a completely different conversation because then you get to do some really cool stuff, right? So let's say we go into Home Depot, we have a weird interaction with a cashier. And instead of taking it personally, we go, whoa, I feel really intimidated to go into Home Depot. Why is that? What's that about? And we can explore something different, something interesting about ourselves. Or let's say we have a judgment about someone's body. We can go, whoa, where does that come from? Where did I learn that story? Why do I attribute these things with this body type? Or if we're afraid of someone having thoughts about us, we can go, where did I learn to be afraid of this? Why do I think they care about that? What is giving me the information that they are concerned? And if they do give me evidence that they are concerned, what does that actually have to do with me? Or is this a story that they're having to work through on their own and in their process and in their growth? Because at the end of the day, that is actually what we're doing, right? We're projecting onto others what we think they're feeling, what they're thinking, or we're projecting our own things you know, we're feeling and thinking and judging based off of our own experiences. So I just find this as such a helpful tool to remember that at the end of the day, everyone is in this consistent, continual relationship to themselves and how they've experienced the world so far. And that is often interacting with us on an unconscious level. And we get to choose how much we participate. So I hope this is supportive. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.